Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. You are listening to the Spiritual Activist Radio Show, and I am Rahasia Uncensored where we look at the world not as it is, but as we know it can be, if and only if we have the courage to question the answers we've been given. This is our world, and it's time for us to take it back. Hello, here we are once again with the BBS radio show, which is Spiritual Activist. Um, I also have my Rumble channel, which is rumble.com forward slash user forward slash Rahasia Uncensored. I have a YouTube channel, but there's no sense even going there. I can't put anything there worthwhile. They keep giving me strikes. So, I don't know if you've had a chance to read The Real Anthony Fauci by Robert Kennedy Jr., but it's pretty dense reading. I'll give you that. You've, you've got to really be dedicated to read that book. Um, I downloaded it on a Kindle, which makes it a little bit easier because you can search and check out all the references. And, but what he has to say, we, we really need to listen. I mean, um, I'm halfway through uh, Alex Jones' uh, book too, which is number one in the world, by the way. It hovers between one and two on um, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all that. It's heavily suppressed. You know, the New York Times best seller list, they don't even put it on there. Um, something about the number one bestseller, something like I'm Glad My Mom's Dead or some ridiculous book. But I think we need to really wake up and <clears throat> start doing our own research because um, we're, we're in the home stretch right now. You talk about o- October surprise. I, I think we're going to get a big October surprise that um, I can't see them giving up, them being the progressive left, uh, deep state, whatever you want to call them. But everything's coming out. Um, people with just a couple of brain cells to bump together, finally waking up to this, realizing that okay, wait, something's wrong here. I mean, research and study after study is showing that the vaccines are killing people, killing people. The European Union are having open public hearings, and they're suggesting maybe even 20 million people have died so far, and that doesn't even count the serious adverse effects. For some reason, Europe is a lot more awake than we are over here because they still have free speech. I mean, we should have free speech here. It might be a good idea to make a, an amendment for, oh, wait, I think we have one, don't we? Yeah. Free speech, number one on the list. And um, if that doesn't work, that's why we have number two. So let's hope we don't get there. And we won't if enough people can wake up, start paying attention and listening to what's going on. I'm going to play a, a short video here. It's a preview of the, it's a movie trailer of the real Dr. Fauci that's coming out 
And I think you can watch it for free if you search for it. But it's a it's a great way to find out what's what's in that book if you don't feel like wading through all the uh, the heaviness. And I think when you do, you're going to see that. Um, I mean, he puts Dr. Mengele to shame. This goes all the way back to the AIDS epidemic. So many people didn't die of AIDS; they died of the the cure for AIDS, uh, the AZT. And now we're finding out, and just same way with the uh, vaccinations. A lot of the people went to the hospital didn't die of the the flu; they died of being put on the uh, respirators and a, a, a drug cocktail that just knocked them out. I mean, this this is pretty weird stuff, I, I have to admit. And I can't blame any anybody for having a hard time swallowing or wrapping their head around this, but you better, because it, it's coming knocking on our door, and they're going to do the lockdowns again. Mark my words. They're not going to just go, okay, you guys found us out, you know, it's time to go home. And after this, I, I took a, I think I'm going to call these sessions walk and talk. I Every morning I take a walk behind my house, take my dog and just go for a walk and get in touch with nature and to be able to think a little deeper on some of these issues. Because as you probably can tell, I don't have a big following. Uh, since I've had to unplug from YouTube, they've shadow banned me. I've lost, I don't know how many thousands of uh, viewers, followers. They, they just sort of disappeared. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's too bad because you make a little bit of a social contract with these platforms. You do your part and they do their part, but they're not doing their part now. They're just silencing us and shutting us up, marginalizing us. And if that doesn't work, they just take the platform away. So I'm just letting that set for a while and we'll see what happens. Right now, let's let's watch this, and then we're going to take a walk and talk. I think I'm going to call them walk and ducks. Uh, it started out I wanted to do this for for my daughter and my sisters to let them sort of see what my life is about right now. Why is it that I let go of our magazine? Why is it that I'm isolating myself from the mass of public? Um, the, the, the feedback has been really ridiculous. Uh, I mean, I, I had no idea that men could have babies. I mean, when I went to school, that wasn't possible. But now it seems like there's a whole bunch of people out there that thinks it's totally possible. Um, I wouldn't think that uh, cutting off your genitals, oh, excuse me, that's called uh, gender-affirming surgeries, I would have never thought that that would be possible to talk doctors into doing that, but yet they're doing it in four or five hospitals I know of, Seattle, Boston, and some others. And it's hundreds of thousands of dollars, and taxpayers have to pay for this. Just because a, a 9, 10, 11, 12-year-old girl thinks she's a boy, they're, they're cutting off her breasts before she even has them. Uh, same thing with boys, cutting off their genitals. Because they, they feel like they they want to identify with being girls. I mean, it, we've gone over the edge, people. And the whole world knows this. And it um, wouldn't be so bad if we were like a third world country and just had bows and arrows. But we have nuclear weapons. 
and we're making crazy decisions right now. So just watch this and uh, I'll get back to you on the walk and talk. Here we go. The very word secrecy is repugnant. The dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweigh the dangers which are cited to justify it. This book is a product of my own struggle to understand how the idealistic institutions our country built to safeguard both public health and democracy suddenly turned against our citizens and our values with such violence. I am a lifelong Democrat whose family has had 80 years of deep engagement with America's public health bureaucracy and long friendships with key federal regulators, including Anthony Fauci, Francis Collins, and Robert Gallo. Members of my family wrote many of the statutes under which these men governed. They nurtured the growth of equitable and effective public health policies and defended that regulatory bulwark against ferocious attacks funded by industry. I built my own alliances with these individuals and their agencies during my years of environmental and public health advocacy. I watched these figures often with admiration. Quite on set. Remember speed? But I also watched how the industry, supposedly being regulated, used its indentured servants on Capitol Hill and its financial clout to systematically hollow out those agencies beginning in the 1980s, disabling their regulatory function and transforming them into sock puppets for the very industry Congress charged them with regulating. I explore the carefully planned militarization and monetization of medicine that has left American health ailing and its democracy shattered. I chronicle the troubling role of the dangerously concentrated mainstream media. You're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science. Big tech robber barons, the military and intelligence communities, and their deep historical alliance with Big Pharma and the public health agencies. The disturbing story that unfolds here has never been told, and many in power have worked hard to prevent the public from learning it. The principal character is Anthony Fauci. So that's the real Anthony Fauci. So now we're going to go on a little <clears throat> walk and talk. And, and the reason for this, I explain as I'm walking along. Um, I hope you enjoy it. It just gives you a, a little bit of an idea about my life now. Because people ask me, how, how come you're walking away from a magazine you've had for almost 20 years and uh, basically shutting the gates and raising goats and chickens in a garden? Well, if it's not clear now, it, it will be clear in time why it's so important to have your own food and water source. But uh, let's go for a little walk and uh, 
I hope you enjoy this. You know, I was just thinking that um, I sent out a community email here a while back and uh, pretty much told people what it was like for me right now, why I've let loose of the uh, Lotus Guide magazine, different things like that. And I thought I'd just go for a walk today with my dog. That's Max right there. This is our morning routine where we go for a walk and it's the highlight of his day. This is a road out, out in back of our house. I can walk for miles and just, you can see that it's just forest all around me. And um, I thought it might be nice for the people that know me and for the people that don't know me to get an idea of where I'm coming from because there's been a lot of confusion and I think most of the confusion comes from the fact that well comes from the fact that they don't understand the complexity of the situation we find ourselves in and it is very complex very complex I thought we'd just go for a little walk today and uh, see my world as it is now. Um, I haven't even been doing interviews, uh, anything on my podcast, which is bbsradio.com forward slash spiritual activist. And my Rumble channel is rumble.com forward slash user forward slash Rahasia Uncensored. And, um, why well, the reason for that, by the way, is YouTube, it's to the point now where I, I can't even put up anything. Uh, if I get any more strikes, they're just going to take my platform. So I'm going to wait until all the crazies go away and some sanity returns to YouTube and Twitter and everything else. And um, then I can start posting things there again. Maybe I'll try to post this, but eh, probably not. Everybody tells me I need to be careful what I say. Uh, and, and I agree with them. I, I need to be careful what I say. But I, I just can't keep from telling the truth as I see it. Because... I mean, the truth will set you free, but it'll drive you through hell for a while with your friends and family, and uh, it's, it's a little bit tough when you're talking to people that you care about, because I don't talk to people that I don't care about anymore. I've, I've given up on 20% of the people that I know. Um, it, it's ridiculous to even try. Because if they haven't woke up by now, they're never going to wake up. Uh, I, I think we all have to come to the ultimate conclusion that 20% of the people aren't going to make it. it they're going to starve to death and wonder why they're hungry. You know, it's... Uh, I'm already getting people get back in touch with me and say, hey, you know... About this stuff you were telling me two, three, four, five, six years ago. 
you know, I'm sorry how I took it, and blah, 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 but tell me more, because uh, it's come knocking on our door now. You know, we're, we're in deep shit. So I just want to explain, one, show you a li little bit about my life, um, and two, why it is I've made this decision to somewhat withdraw from people and what's going on. I, I still interact with it somewhat, but for the most part, I've backed away and isolated myself. And there's a reason for that, and it doesn't have to do with the fact that I'm prone to be a hermit anyway. Um, it has to do with thinking of things more deeply because we're never going to find the answers from this level of bizarre thinking that created all the problems. And it no longer takes a genius to figure this out. I mean, I could tell you a lot of information right now, but what I'd like to talk about is the depth of some of my thinking. And that will reveal a couple things. One, how far I've come, but more importantly, how far I have to go. I have a long ways to go, people. And it's what it's doing, it's taken me to live like this. I mean, look at this. This is beautiful out here. And um, it's taking me living like this to have these kinds of moments to where I can go into those places. Check this out. That's my dog, Max. This is our little pond back here. Fed by a year-round spring. And he comes down here and gets his fair share of drinking. He has a drinking problem. He just went through a thing last week. Come on, Max. He just went through a thing last week where he ate something. I thought he was going to die. I honestly thought he was going to die. He's bleeding out his rectum, and it was tough. Let's see if I can get the lighting right here. Somebody put the sun in the wrong place. But um, he's on his fifth day of antibiotics, and he's he's out of the woods now. It's, well, <laughs> he's literally in the woods, but figuratively speaking, he's out of the woods. <clears throat> This is where I live, and uh, this is our nearest neighbor. He has a little cattle ranch, and uh, trying to teach Max not to uh, chase the cattle. Has a year-round creek. And um, this road goes on and on and on. So what I'd like to talk about is 
some of the things I've pondered over the years, but uh, I've been able to connect the dots a little bit better. And there's different levels of what's going on right now. One level has to do with the 20% of the people that are just basically so uninformed and misinformed and disinformed that, and they insist on being that way. There, there's a an insanity that has taken people over at that level. Some people call it mass formation psychosis. Psychologists don't like the word psychosis, but uh, hesitatingly they say it, it, it resembles psychosis quite a bit. But if you go to a deeper level, this is where, if you go to my Rumble channel or my uh, BBS channel, you'll see that I did a five-part series on Wetiko. That's W-E-T-I-K-O. Uh, this is the deeper level, not the deepest, but the deeper level of understanding what the hell is going on. Because Wetiko is what the Christians call demonic spirits. Um, Zulu people call it uh, Chitsahuri. The Gnostics call it Archons. Islamic faith calls it the Jinn. Every culture, every society, doesn't matter what tribe, what indigenous people, <clears throat> they all have a, at a certain level of thinking, the shamanic level in some cultures where they've taken uh, certain chemicals, dimethyltryptamine, ayahuasca, and oh, look here, here's a cow. Now we got to keep them from chasing them. This might be a little bit challenging. Max, I'll be right back with you. Well, that was exciting. Uh, I, I need to teach them not to chase the cows because we're getting a couple of goats here in a couple of weeks. I've taught them not to chase the chickens. Um, it seems like I'm, I'm fighting 200,000 years of evolution here. <sighs> Not a breath. Okay, back to the subject. Just want to show you how, what it's like out here. It's, um, I can't imagine living in the city. I also have a garden, so four sources of water. I think I, if things get really challenging, I, I think we can make it out here. Well, people have made it out in places like this for a million years. Of course, we had a lot cleaner environment, but um, I think I can make it okay. If I can keep this dog from chasing down the cattle. <laughs> so. <sighs> I wish that was the only exciting thing in my life right now. What I've been thinking about is the, uh, like I was saying, the Wetiko, 
these interdimensional entities. They've been coming into our realm for thousands, possibly millions, possibly throughout eternity and reality and everything. They've been coming into our dimension and they come in on these lower levels of frequencies. Hate, anger, greed, jealousy. <clears throat> the big one being war and everything that war creates. They come in and they feed off of these energies. We're, we're like producing their food for them. And um, we've been warned. You know, we read the Bible about the fallen angels. For me, that was uh, the very first example of demonizing, killing, destroying the messenger. They were just trying to tell us, hey, you, you need to watch out because these entities are all around us. And they're here with us today. And I think if we don't come to grips with this, our civilization's going to end like every other civilization. Babylonia, Roman Empire, the Greek Empire, Atlantis, everything always ends in a catastrophic way. Sometimes it's um, through an asteroid maybe or coronal expulsion of energy that wipes out half the planet. There's probably different reasons, but I, I think even that's a manifestation of human consciousness. And if we don't come to grips with this and, and start being the change that we talk about, stop looking for a savior. <laughs> Nobody's coming to save us. Uh, I hope everybody understands that by now. <clears throat> We're on our own here to a large degree. The only thing that will save us are these higher dimensional angelic beings that have also been around since the beginning of time. I'm not a religious person, by the way. Matter of fact, I wrote a book on the social and neurological consequences of belief systems, specifically organized religious beliefs and political beliefs. We're all living in that quagmire of hell right now. But there's ways, obviously, there's ways to get out of that hell. Even if you live in the city, <laughs> there's those poor cows. They're probably telling the other cows, fuck. This demon from hell just chased me. That's funny too, because that's what a Rottweiler looks like if you don't know him. If you know him, they, they just look like a big teddy bear. 
I remember Dane Wigington came to our house uh, 12 years ago, something like that. And he was telling us, he was walking around our property and he was telling us and showing us the kinds of things that's going to happen that weren't happening then, but there were tiny little signs. Now, <clears throat> over the next two or three months, we're going to have 70 trees removed that are diseased. Here's a good example over here. I don't know if you can see this or not. See that brown tree out there? That's a sign that beetle infestation. Max, come here. Hang on, I'll be right back to you. So, um, <laughs> listening to the cows right now. This is a good example. It seems like the world has a way of giving you examples and clues. Max, get back here. These cows, they're, they're, they're afraid right now. And they're afraid because they're, they're running. And by running, they make themselves a prey. Maybe not to Max, because he would just chase them and bark at them. But their instinct tells them to run instead of holding their ground. And if they did, they would find that the only thing to fear is the fear itself. Um, and that's what I'm doing. I, I will not back down. And I, I'm starting to wish that I've been wrong all this time. Because vindication it comes with a price. You have to start realizing that, yeah, I've been right about vaccinations. I've been right about the government. I've been right about open borders. I've been right about all this stuff. Me and many millions of other people. But I tell you, being vindicated isn't what it's cracked up to be. It's, um, I wish that people would come to me and say, man, you've been really wrong. I'd be, oh my God, I was. I'm so glad to. I don't want to be right. Matter of fact, when I'm looking for evidence, I'm looking for evidence to prove myself wrong, not right. There's plenty of evidence for that. But uh, I'm afraid that many of us are right. And it goes to this deeper level of interdimensional entities <clears throat> because this is directly um, has to do with AI. And, and to understand that, you have to understand frequencies. Like we exist on this frequency. I remember David Icke once years ago saying that our known electromagnetic scale is 0.005% of what we know the probably infinite totality of the electromagnetic scale is. But just what we can sense and see is 0.005% of what is. And of that 0.005%, we only exist and perceive a tiniest, tiniest part of the, the light spectrum. That, that's just a tiny sliver of that 0.005%. And you have to understand that we are a projection of 
consciousness. We're, we're in this, everything we are, you right now watching this and listening, me sitting out here in this beautiful landscape, um, it's a projection of consciousness. And for many, many years, secret societies have known the secret of our reality and how to manipulate and control it. They manipulate and control it through uh, sacrifices and uh, black magic. And for most part, black magic, for it to work, there is a sacrifice involved, like a Bohemian Grove, when our politicians go there. They're going there to sacrifice what they call care. In other words, they, they're sacrificing the ability for them, it's a handicap of caring for the next year. And they sacrifice um, a little doll baby. Um, but on other scales, it's, it's real babies. We're not kidding ourselves anymore. Where do you think all these kids are going? Why do you think they want to do late-term abortions? Where do you think 750 kids a month minimum are coming across the border being passed to unvetted, and this is all in video. You just don't see it because you don't want to think about it, and I don't blame you. But if you care about children, you should look into this. They're being given to unvetted adults, and those adults get uh, an envelope with the baby, and they take it and give it to other adults that are who completely unvetted and at that point it's out of control of any kind of tracking what do you think are happening to these kids you know if, if you don't see the seriousness of this then you know shut this channel off and go turn netflix on and live out your pathetic dreams and sit back on the couch eat your popcorn and watch the football game because this isn't the place for you. This is for adults and who are spiritually evolved enough to look into the darkness and put light on it and not be afraid of what they're going to see. Because once you see what some of the things I've seen, it's, it's pretty tough sometimes. Um, I don't even tell my wife some of the things that I, I've found out about because she's too sensitive. But she knows enough to know that she doesn't know about some of this stuff. You know, this is the Persian proverb. There are those who don't know and don't even know that they don't know. They're fools. Stay away from them. They're even dangerous. And there are people that don't know that they realize they don't know. You know, they, you can teach them, wake them up. Me, I don't know where I am on that scale. I, I know that I, I know, and I know that there's a lot that I don't know. Um, that gives me a little bit of an edge. That's like, I guess the analogy would, would be waking up in the middle of a dream and realizing that, oh my God, I'm asleep, but I'm existing in a different frequency of awareness. That's the beginning of waking up to your higher physical body. Well, it's the same thing living in this physical world. 
Max is looking around. He's wondering where these cows are. Um, that's the beginning of waking up to the next spiritual highest body that you have that we know of is realizing that you're asleep and you're having a, a, a lucid living experience. Um, I, I hear people say, oh, I'm so asleep. Well, if they're really conscious of what they're saying, that's a good thing. That's an awareness that is the beginning of waking up. Uh, so many people say, are you asleep? No, I'm awake, man. Look at me. Yeah, I'm living the life. I've got my Ferrari. I've got my whatever. And, you know, all of the stuff that I've been told is indicative of a successful life. Um, I, I know at this point, um, I'm still at the age where I could take most of my spiritual awareness and trade it off and be powerful and wealthy. And it's not bragging, it's just a fact. That's what you can do with your spiritual inheritance, your cash. I remember somebody asked me in my office once down in San Diego, I, let's just say I was legally challenged at times in my life. And um, I, I lived on the outside of society and somebody's, and, and I was doing quite well too. I mean, I had all my cars, my boat, motorcycles and land all fenced in, security cameras, the, the whole shot, you know. Um, and somebody asked me, wow, man, you've done really good with your life. And I looked at him and I, I realized, and I told him, I said, I haven't done good at all. You know, I, I was given a gift from God, my mind, my spirit, everything. And I've taken that to the street like a prostitute. Prostitute can make, a good looking prostitute can make a lot of money. But they've, they've taken something that was sacred and God given. Now look at, He's, he's settling down now. And this is what we have to realize about our pets and our animals. As we settle down, they settle down. But I took it to the street like a prostitute. Of course, I made a lot of money. Uh, but I could have done so much more. I mean, so much more. And I, I, I don't regret. I don't kick myself. I'm not going to be a, a victim of my own doing. Uh... Because if I had it to do again, I'd probably do the same thing. Had a lot of fun. Um, I, I I lived most guys' wet dreams. And at the end of the day, I was empty, lonely, and hollow. And um, that's when I started looking for something deeper. And... Um, I took what money I had left and started traveling and went to India and different places in Mexico and ended up in South America doing really intense workshops and getting grounded. And that's when I met my wife down in uh, Brazil. And uh, I, I got myself to a, a level to where she would, somebody like that would talk to me at least. Um, few months, a year, two years before, she wouldn't have wanted to even be around me. 
but I'm a, a better person today because of her and because of my own inner work and using my experiences. And uh, I've always been a reader. Chief, Ospensky, Maurice DeCole, all, all these people in the 20s and 30s that started a movement that ignited the consciousness of so many people, Aldous Huxley and all, all these people that were the people of that period, like the 60s and 70s, they, they read these books. I, I read those books and the books that those people read. Uh, I remember Miriam Williamson saying that, you know, if you want to read a book that is at the bedside stand of people like uh, Deepak Chopra and Ram Dass and all these other people, she said, read Ken Carey, read Starseed Transmissions, uh, the Flat Rock Journals. And uh, when you read the books that the spiritual leaders of the day read, and then you find out who those people were and read those people's books, it, it gets back to some pretty ancient writings. I remember talking with, um, I've interviewed a lot of people, but Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton, they both told me the same thing, you know, that when you go deep into anything, say biology, you're going to come across the world that very few people are aware of. I mean, how many people are aware of the fact, biological fact, that at least twice, probably three times in our genetic history, we've been altered suddenly. I mean, really suddenly. Uh, for instance, when we went from 48 chromosomes to 46, how did that happen? Not over years, not over months or weeks, but in an instant. Well, that happened because somewhere along the line, thousands of years ago, some race, some beings, who knows who, some people say the Anunnaki, they had a biological lab where they could do this kind of work. And they took apart four of our chromosomes and laced them back together. They even went so far as to take the telomeres off of the uh, ends so they could butt them up to each other and turned off any redundant uh, codons and markers. Just a second. Max! Uh-oh. Hang on. I think he was in the bushes doing his, uh, doing his duty. Hey, Max. Hey. Say hi. His real name is Aurelius Maximus. I know more about his genetic history than I do my own. He has a, he has a fine line of people. Oh, Max. It's funny. I know he knows I'm talking to him. A dog saves my sanity, I think. But back to the Wetiko and the AI. And you're probably thinking, how do these two things, because I hear people talk about Wetiko and interdimensional entities, and I hear them talking about AI, <clears throat> and we get caught up in AI, you know, that branches off into, okay, is this, are we in an interplanetary, intergalactic war with silicon-based 
AI beings that come across evolutionary planets that are carbon-based entities like us. We're just carbon-based human beings and slowly um, changes them. And, and there's a lot of evidence for that. Uh, genetically modified foods. I mean, what does that tell you? The vaccinations aren't vaccinations. They're um, an RNA upgrade. They're, they're admitting to this now. They're even admitting in the European Union that they knew all along that it wouldn't stop the virus and it wouldn't stop you from uh, sending it to other people. I mean, eventually they have to tell us the truth. And they're the, some of the CEOs that are becoming whistleblowers are getting on the right side of the fence. They know that their day is coming. And, and it's going to be brutal when the mob turns against them. And um, that's one way of looking at it. It could be silicon-based beings throughout the universe. And th this is an age-old war, spiritual war we're against because they can't have connection with spirit they don't have souls and their only idea of eternal life is to live eternally uh in this prison universe like we we have people right now that wants to live forever on planet earth i mean that's like being in prison for the rest of your eternity it would be hell for me that's one way to look at it then you have the interdimensional entities that comes into us. Just a second. He's looking for those cows. <laughs> so you have the interdimensional entities that are coming in and we look at it from that level and it's pretty creepy. I mean, it, it, let's face it, that's as creepy as you can get. But what if those two are interconnected? And they're interconnected because they know the secret to our reality, which is that this is a simulation. And when I say simulation, uh, our first thought is like a computer simulation, but it goes so far beyond that. And it's a, the closest we can come to it is a holographic universe or a simulation of consciousness, a projection of consciousness. But the understanding of that is probably beyond our monkey minds to wrap our heads around. Just a second. Max, you know, over here. <laughs> this is his, uh, this is his kingdom. He's out here just, he has a good time out here. And I have to admit, so do I. But what if those two things are connected, interconnected? And what if these interdimensional entities creeps into carbon-based units, us, and takes over our minds to create technology to entice us into a false sense of eternal bliss, not knowing that somebody just shut the prison gates and made you a great cell and said, hey, guess what? You can live here forever. And we're going, yay. Wait a minute. What if I want to leave? Well, you can't leave because by then you've lost your, your spirit, your soul connection. And that's why originally I, I, I was against the vaccinations day one when I found out the patent was 2020-060606. 06, 06. 
I mean, what kind of a fool do you have to be not to get that clue? Um, the house rule, 6666. I mean, if that is the case, and if, if that would be the mark of the beast, which in Revelations it says it is, and it also says in Revelations that in the last days, our war won't be with flesh and blood. It will be with principalities. I mean, we've been told clearly about the situation we're in. I would, I would take a bullet before I took the vaccination because I wouldn't take a vaccination that would give me 20 or 30 more years with a vaccination pass to where I could go to concerts and trade my soul off for eternal life just for that. I mean, good Lord. It doesn't even sound like a, a no-brainer. It's, um, But I, I see people lined up taking these vaccinations. And maybe it, at the beginning, you know, I tell you, if you didn't take your vaccination, you're a hero to put up and stand up against the onslaught of massive disinformation. Massive. I mean, threats and everything else. But now, we know. I mean, look at the um, thing in Florida where they, I think it was a thousand people, that they tracked them after the vaccination. And they, the, the health inspector in Florida said, don't take the vaccination. It's not worth it. There's too many people dying. In the European Union, they're, they're saying up to 20 million people have died. Uh, it's true, yeah, you go to the CDC website and they, they say only maybe a million people or possibly two million people have died. Millions and millions of extremely adverse effects. But do you know that they've canceled vaccinations if six or seven people died? And we're, we have millions and they're still pushing it? I took a friend of mine down to the... Um, veterans hospital and this old lady comes out pushing a uh, vaccination on me he said do you want your vaccination i go no i don't want a vaccination don't you know that's killing people she says oh i've never seen information like that yeah she probably hasn't these people have their their heads stuck up in a very dark place and it's easy to lose patience with them but that this is where humility and empathy and compassion has to come in and we have to realize that they are, they are victims. And I tell you, <laughs> Max is tearing apart a root. What are you doing, Max? <clears throat> because all of these people that took their vaccinations, they're going to get sicker and sicker and sicker. Um, your immune system, it attacks your immune system. That, that's why Fidelity Life, Omaha Mutual, all of the big insurance companies... They're losing billions of dollars from people dying. And by their estimates, there's a 40% increase. Some people say 17 up to 40%. Even 10% is considered cataclysmic. And uh, that's overall deaths. But the overall deaths are from strokes, uh, blood clots, and the clots aren't blood, and um, myocarditis heart problems um and, and then you have more diabetes more more everything
<laughs> That's what I mean. We we all need to learn how to play. You know, we we forget how to play. Look at these trees up here. Look at that. They're they're dying. We're living in a forest that's beautiful, but the, the trees are dying. Another 20 years, if they keep spraying us with toxic chemicals and graphene and aluminum oxide and strontium and barium and everything else. <clears throat> and I don't, I remember there was a little old lady downtown years ago, and I just put out an issue with chemtrails on the front. She said, well, I don't believe in chemtrails. I said, well, you know, ma'am. It's not a religion. You know, I, I'm not asking you to believe it. Uh, I'm asking people to look at the evidence. That issue was way too early, I guess, um, along with most of our issues. Um, I wrote articles, are we tiptoeing to totalitarianism? Um, all of this stuff is so blatantly clear. I, I have a friend, he won't even contact me anymore. Because I, I told him, man, the stuff I'm talking about is so blatantly clear. And he says, what do you mean by blatantly? And, well, if I have to explain that to you, I, I, I don't think it's worth even talking anymore. Uh, it's too bad. He was a good friend. We played the guitar together and watched UFO. He, he believes in Bigfoot. And he can't believe that there's something going on a little bit different than what CNN is telling him. Uh, I think it's probably different now. Um, and we had a, another couple, they won't talk to us. They're pissed off to the max. And I, I just got a text from her saying, I, I need to stop, uh, stalking her and we're not stalking her. I haven't even been in touch with her, but they've gone over the edge because I, they were at our house and I asked them to, uh, look at the documentary 2000 mules and let me know what they think, you know, because it, it's, pretty clear blatantly clear to some of us that um there was fraud in the last election i mean there's been fraud in every election but the amount of fraud in this last one was crazy and and, and it seems like everybody that voted they either voted for trump or against trump it had nothing to do with biden i mean he had obvious signs of dementia right from the very beginning, but everyone was thinking, I guess, that having a, a grandpa kind of character with dementia would be better than a guy with orange hair doing crazy tweets. <clears throat> but, you know, Trump brought peace to the Middle East. He made us energy independent. He clamped down on the borders. He put China in check. Because uh, these countries, they, they, don't, they don't respect a person that's really being nice and kind and somebody like Biden going to Saudi Arabia and begging for oil. They don't respect that at all. They respect strength and clarity. And um, we have to remember that when we're dealing with people, you don't come from a position of weakness and not thinking clearly and expect them to not take advantage of us. Anyway, this is my life, and um, I'm going to keep thinking deeply on these things 
walking my dog, getting a couple of goats in a couple of weeks. Uh, we got our chickens, figure with goat milk, eggs, and a good garden, lots of water. As long as they stay away from my gate, I can, uh, I can survive this. <clears throat> and in the process, help out a few of my friends, family, and neighbors too. Here he comes. Okay. As Osho would say, enough for today. Thank you. That's our game. He'll fetch, but he won't bring it back. This is a, a year-round spring. Does this winter, spring, summer, and fall. This is where Max goes swimming. This is where he learned how to swim. Come, huh, Max.